In short, there are three things that last, faith, hope, and love, and the greatest of these is love. Okay, so I'm going to read Psalm 91. feel assured that this is the important version to be stating. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress. My God, in Him will I trust. Surely He shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with his feathers, and under his wings shalt thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Only with thine eyes shalt thou behold and see the reward of the wicked, because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the Most High, thy habitation. There shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over thee, to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. Thou shalt tread upon the lion and adder, the young lion and the dragon shalt thou trample under feet. Because he hath set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high, because he hath known my name. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honour him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. Well, I'm recording this part of the broadcast introduction, um, adding this piece in. I have just literally realised, or maybe I'll put it at the other end. After the main bit that's just been recorded? Ah, uh, perhaps. We'll see. Um, I have just literally realised that what I said there was Friday the 13th. Now, the pagans are really going to be going out of it. Or not the pagans, but those are into, you know are not meaning to be, but are lost. They're going to be like, oh my goodness. And I have actually just prophesied as well. If you go back and listen on Facebook, you'll see there's this um, video that went out and uh, the liturgy talks about, yes, this happening the next week. And all the Jews got jealous of Paul and did this and did that. And I was like, 
folk, I think this is prophetic. I think something's going to happen next weekend. You need to do Psalm 91. So I'm going to add that into this as well. Um, top to bottom. And there'll be different versions of it. So that whatever faith level you're coming at, you can get it. Welcome to Love Lighthouse podcast and our broadcast today. This is for Friday and it's the 13th of May 2022. Welcome all of you people of good intent. Um, Wow, I really am like the lighthouse at the harbour in this one position and I'm welcoming people of good intent. Mm, isn't that interesting? We've been thinking about this. Um, <clears throat> The lighthouse is doing all the work. God is doing all the work to shine the light. Um, the lighthouse doesn't need to do any more. God doesn't need to do any more. You need to do more. It's your position in relation to your relationship with that light, with God. That is either going to be good for you or not so good for you. Mm-hmm. And I just thank God for all of those coming to the harbour, coming in um, for this light, for this guidance. And um, I'm really pleased. But obviously you would think that when you look at a lighthouse, if it were a person, it would be being thankful for all those of good intent coming in. And so we see these people that will come in, they'll come in nicely. Like when my father used to come in, he would just glide in so nicely into the harbour there in air. The boat would just glide in. Obviously, he was the one that was like steering the ship. And of course, he had his crew, his... Um, team there and the people that were out on the boat with him but he knew what he was doing and if it was at night time he would see that guiding light the lighthouse on the pier and the light would shine right round it would do this kind of circular motion if you go out at night or you find a youtube video or something like that go to a Maybe there's like a live of a lighthouse somewhere that you can see. Look at it at night time if you've got one nearby and you will see as you will know most of you will know some of you um might need to look into this a little bit more but you'll see how the top part of the lighthouse <clears throat> has these windows and the light is behind them and it will circle it would go in a circular motion all the way around. So there's no part left out that isn't lit. There's nothing hidden. I don't care what the pagans are. There's not pagans, Satanists or whatever, or like Taoists or whatever, are fucking their, you know, you know, all these different little games and stuff that they're playing at. It's like, I don't care what they say. It's factual. That God 
the lighthouse. There's nothing that has been hidden. It is just the way that it is. God is victorious. <clears throat> that light is the same. Christ is the same yesterday, now and forever. That light is being shown, in other words, in all places. The opportunity is there for you to learn and to be guided. But your relationship with God, with that lighthouse, your problem, not anyone else's, if you don't choose to go with the guidance that God is giving you, the lighthouse is giving you, it's you that's remaining in darkness. The very lighthouse itself carries the light. It's like, well, I'm carrying the Holy Spirit, so I'm guiding. God is that spirit that guides. God doesn't change. That spirit doesn't change. It's the anchor, the real anchor. Mm. So I just had a vision of that happening, like, you know, the light going round again. Um, and I think there was something else, but maybe it'll come back to me if there was anything else that I needed to add to that. But um, yeah, that's been the topic of conversation more recently. And um, that was Thursday's one is really kind of like looking at that. And the reasons why, you know, God and those that have the Holy Spirit, like St. Paul there, why he does what he does is because it's for the kingdom and for those that are called to walk worthily. Those who are being called to the kingdom, that is. But yeah, you can imagine, like, God wants those that are of good intent. And obviously those that are taking the guidance are able to come into that harbour. They're able to come through in a peaceful approach. That's that gliding that I was talking about. In a respectful approach into the harbour. And that's that that's the safe haven that's you know, that's like you you saved. <clears throat> My dad would go out in that boat or in his boats. Do you know? <clears throat> he did so much for us. <clears throat> this is one of the reasons I love him so much. He was quite a bit older, and that's not the reason why I love him so much, but this is it. Apparently he couldn't even swim. But he would go out there in that boat. What a light, right? What a light. He would go out there in that boat time and time again. Not just for his family. He would be going out there, having people going out, asking very little of them, them getting tons upon tons of fish. That's when it was all abundant. That was the days, yeah, he was a very good king. <laughs> very good. And he was teaching people to fish at the same time. Not only did they get the fish whilst being out there, they were, some people were being taught how to actually fish. And he was, yeah, he'd probably take people out as well. No doubt, for free or whatever times. Whatever he was doing, he was going out there for everyone not even able to swim according to what said that is he wasn't even able to swim and again 
I know people are like, oh my gosh, but everybody has like swimming lessons. Yeah, now they do. How they do, like we make it a priority. Um it's an important thing. Um but he couldn't and that is what he was doing every day he was going out there for all of us. What a wonderful guiding light. Such a king. The place was abundant. People were thriving, flourishing, and air was doing so well. Mm. Glory to God. And it still is, but it's doing well in different ways. There are parts of it that obviously have, you know, challenges like anywhere else, but the guiding light never changes. It stays the same. That lighthouse is still there. But we do. It's about welcoming in those of good intent to the harbour. That's the safety. That is the key. That's the wisdom. That's a place of, you know, solid, firm, stable knowledge and wisdom, right? Harboured, anchored up. You have that sound love of God. And it's not to say that going out to the sea, out to the seas again, isn't, you know, part of that, you know, taking what you've learned out there. But it's, um, it's important to acknowledge that about how people approach the light, approach God, approach that lighthouse, that pure area. The lighthouse is not hiding anything. It's you that's choosing not to see and choosing not to move around. I'm saying that not you to all you listening, but to certain people that obviously have a thing about me and I have like found them and found out what they're putting out online and they still seem to think, oh, this is hidden, it's that hidden. Look, it's their relationship with God that's sending in them into that level of like lack. Um, no one else, not the lighthouse, not God, God's spirit, not the lighthouse, for sure not. Every single area is shown all around in terms of that light shines all the way around. As I say, when you go and you look, you'll see the the rotation of the the light going all the way around. So every single one of those windows all the way around a circular building, it shines through all of them, all of that area. Three sixty. Okay, here is another version. I'm sharing different versions of Psalm ninety one. Um, it's called in the Holy Spirit. It's the assurance of God's protection. You who live in the shelter of the Most High, who abide in the shadow of the Almighty, will say to the Lord, my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust, for he will deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the deadly pestilence. He will cover you with his pinions and under his wings you will find refuge. His faithfulness is a shield and buckler. You will not fear the terror of the night or the arrow that flies by day or the pestilence that stalks in darkness 
or the destruction that wastes at noonday. A thousand may fall at your side, ten thousand at your right hand, but it will not come near you. You will only look with your eyes and see the punishment of the wicked, because you have made the Lord your refuge, the Most High your dwelling place. No evil shall befall you, no scourge come near your tent, for he will command his angels concerning you to guard you in all your ways. On their hands they will bear you up, so that you will not dash your foot against a stone. You will tread on the lion and the adder, the young lion and the serpent. You will trample underfoot. Those who love me I will deliver. I will protect those who know my name. When they call to me, I will answer them. I will be with them in trouble. I will rescue them and honour them. With long life I will satisfy them and show them my salvation.